Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today, save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, glad you're with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number if you want to be a part of this extravaganza. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Did I not tell you all that there has been the biggest abuse of power, corruption, scandal in the history of this country? I am going to outline all of this to you because... You know, we, we now have Andrew McCabe going on 60 Minutes admitting, number one, that they lied and have lied a lot. But more importantly, what is an effort by top people within the FBI and the DOJ to literally stop Donald Trump first from becoming president and then to remove him and plotting to remove a sitting president? That's only one of the issues that we have on our our plates today. We got a lot of other stuff that's coming up. Now, we've got this bill that nobody's reading, a thousand pages, and they don't have time to read because we're back to the Nancy Pelosi era, which is, well, you got to pass it to find out what's in it, which is how they sold us health care. So I don't know what to believe because every single congressional office I call into, well, we're distributing 100 pages to this person and 100 pages to that person. And, and, you know, this is no way to govern a country to spend a trillion dollars as they are now doing and nobody reads the bill. That is not good governance. It is a typical, what have I been calling it, garbage, swamp, sewer deal. And it's, you know, government acting at its worst because they cannot ever get the job done, which leads us to the whole battle over the border and what the president, I think, is going to end up doing anyway. Now, I have no idea. The headline on Drudge right now is President Mulls a Shutdown. On top of the 60 Minutes interview with Andrew McCabe, one thing that makes it interesting to me, although I'm getting some mixed messages here, 
because Nita Lowy, who's a committee of uh, the chairwoman of the uh, Appropriations Committee in the House that was part of these negotiations, she has sent out a letter to her Democratic colleagues and she's asking them to vote on this conference report. She says it'll cover agriculture, commerce, justice, science, financial services, and general government, homeland security, internal uh, interior and the environment, state and foreign operations, transportation, housing and urban development appropriations bills. A lot of money, over a trillion dollars of spending we got here. And she brags that the agreement is a repudiation of Trump's budget request, rejecting numerous proposed program reductions and eliminations. So she's bragging about that part. Typically, Republicans never show any strength. They're scared to death of a shutdown. You don't even listen. I know everybody wants Trump to sign the bill so they can all go on vacation again. I don't really care if he does or doesn't, to be honest, because it relates to the the defining issue for our country. He's going to get the wall built anyway. But Nita Lowy is calling it a repudiation of the president and of the president's budget. And rejecting programs, reductions, and eliminations. In other words, uh, trying to rein in some government spending, which is out of control and has been forever. Uh, She brags it doesn't contain any poison pill riders. And I think specifically she's saying that we're added to bills by House Republicans. But I still haven't gotten a definitive answer if there's any restrictions on the $1.375 billion dollars for new border wall construction. Remember, they funded everything else. President is currently now building new wall and repairing old wall. That's happening as we speak. This bill adds a billion dollars for the Census Bureau, $308 million for research and development at the National Science Foundation, $25 million for Environmental Protection Agency, $169 million for International Peacekeeping Two hundred ninety-three million for port infrastructure and one hundred twenty-three million for grants to combat homelessness. And then, anyway, it goes on to say, enacting this bipartisan agreement would prevent another Trump shutdown. Okay, and also provide federal workers with a one point nine percent pay raise. And she talks about the one point three seven five billion for border barriers, although we do have about twenty-three billion on other aspects of securing our border but the wall is key and that's been the president's key promise the same provided for fiscal year 2018 she points out and 4.325 billion 76 percent less than the president demanded i'm just telling you how the democratic leadership is selling this to their caucus While it isn't perfect, it upholds democratic values and funds smart, effective border security. $755 million for construction and technology at ports of entry where most drugs come into the country illegally. Okay, I'm for that, which is what I said about the $23 billion. $415 million for customs and border protection, humanitarian relief, etc. $563 million for immigration judges to reduce the backlog of cases. $527 million to assist Central American countries. So they can fund uh, no funding for new Border Patrol agents, no funding for additional immigration and customs enforcement, ICE, and removal of field personnel. In a rebuke of the Trump administration's border and immigration policies, the conference report 
facilitates the release of detained children to family members or sponsors without fear that the individuals will be arrested by ICE. It prevents the Department of Homeland Security from destroying records related to potential sexual assault. Listen to this. Now think about it. it I'm going to read this slowly. It, in a rebuke to the Trump administration's border and immigration policies, the conference report facilitates the release of detained children to family members or sponsors. Do we know who the sponsors are? Do the kids know who the sponsors are? Without fear that the individuals will be arrested by ICE. In other words, if they get reunited with their families. Uh, I don't like the idea of not handing them back to the mom and dad. And it prevents uh, uh, that they be arrested by ICE, prevents the Department of Homeland Security from destroying records related to potential sexual assault or abuse of individuals in custody. Okay, places restrictions on putting pregnant women in restraints, improves oversight of ICE treatment of detainees, increases the frequency of ICE inspection of facilities from once every three years to twice per year. Now, this is where it gets really interesting to me. Pay close attention. An alternative to the conference report. That's if they don't do it. Anyway, and by the way, McConnell says the national emergency is coming. What have I been telling you? president's telegraphing it every day nobody wants to listen to him it's obvious that it's coming an alternative to the conference report is a full year cr continuing resolution for the remaining bills this would result in losing approximately 11 billion in increased investments in other words they spend 11 billion less including the additional 1 billion for the census bureau That is desperately needed for our communities to be well represented in the decade that follows. A CR would also lead the Department of Homeland Security to allow them to spend two billion on border barriers and significantly increase the number of detention beds. Well, that's more than one point three seven five billion when I was in school. Why not take this? Save eleven billion, get two billion instead of one point three seven five. And you increase the number of detention beds, which Democrats, for some bizarre reason, are obsessed with. It's like they're obsessed with, uh, you know, abortion in the ninth month, even during the birth process. And she says it's compromise. We have far more victories than defeat. Blah, 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 blah. And it rejects the vast majority of Trump's ineffective border security proposals, invests in our priorities, allows us to turn to our positive agenda of helping working families. I urge you to vote yes. Well, that's good enough reason for Republicans to vote no. Now, I just don't get it, to be very frank with you. About Republicans. Now, th- th- we expect that approximately 630 after the show's off the air, we're going to have the first vote in a series, um, you know, following the, the Senate passage of, of H.J. Resolution 31. The House is going to reconvene. They'll begin a debate on the rule. This is all Washington swamp talk. Providing for consideration the conference report to accompany the Senate H.J. Resolution 31 Consolidated Appropriations Act. So at 6.30 to 7.30, you get your first vote in the House, uh, a series of the day on the rule. Following the series, the House will move to general debate on a conference report to accompany the Senate bill. 
And at approximately 8.15 to 9.15, probably during Hannity, we'll have our second and final vote series on, of the day on the passage of the conference report. Walk off the floor between 9 and 10. And good news is that's during my show. I get to show them walking off the floor, which is a win for the American people. But I am going to tell you something here. Put aside how horrible the swamp and the sewer is, because it just is. And anybody that's a Republican, you need to read Nita Lowy's report to her colleagues. Bragging about how she's kicking your ass. That's what she's doing in that letter. Now, you look at the, some of the insane provisions in this trillion-dollar, thousand-page, nobody-has-time-to-read bill. Well, it's actually 1,169 pages, released at, like, you know, 1 in the morning, 12 midnight last night. Um, less of a wall than even Democrats had already agreed to. That's number one. You have literally local officials... Have and and this I saw. Where did I, Daniel Horowitz wrote this? He picked this up. Liberal local officials have veto power over the wall. The bill contains uh, an amnesty for the worst cartel smugglers. He's identified Section Two Twenty Four A prohibits the deportation of anyone who's sponsoring an unaccompanied minor illegal immigrant who says or their sponsor lives in a household. You can't get rid of anybody. No matter what they've done, he called it the the MS-13 Household Protection Act. Those are pretty harsh words, but in a way that that could happen. More funding to manage and induce people coming into the country and doubling low skilled workers. That's that's his five arguments. Now, I'm going to tell you something here. This is what the president's going to do. He's either going to look at this and say, I'm not doing this. And veto it, they're not going to be able to override his veto. And say, go back and give me a clean CR. Uh, Or the Democrats shut down the government. Or he's going to sign the horrible bill. And he's going to take that money, all the other monies that he's now put together, which is, um, my estimates are between nine and three, 900 million and three uh, billion dollars. And he's going to use that money in the, interim to continue building the wall and my guess is based on what he has said publicly he's going to declare a national emergency i've been saying it for days and then the president is going to win after they go judge shopping in california they'll lose there they'll lose in the ninth circuit supreme court because of all the constitutional issues in play his role as commander-in-chief, USC 284, which gives him the right to stop drug corridors and build barriers, and also the issue of separation of powers. He has the authority. The Supreme Court will will approve this. Because I gave you the history of these national emergencies. We have 35 of them from past presidents in effect today. Hey, if you're one of 34 million Americans that smokes, you know what a hassle it can be. For me, I'm out playing golf and I come back smelling like cigars. It's the smell on your hands and your breath, your clothes. But now thanks to Juul, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Juul is a vaporizer. It does contain nicotine for a satisfying transition. 
Now, when I found Juul, it was a complete game changer in my life. I don't smoke any cigars any longer, and Juul was designed by smokers for smokers to be an alternative to whatever it is you're smoking. So if you're one of 34 million adults who do smoke cigars, cigarettes, pipe, whatever, well, there is an alternative to all of them. Now, to discover the smoking alternative, that's like nothing you've ever tried. Just visit JUUL.com slash Switch America. That's JUUL.com slash Switch America. Now, warning, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is addictive. All right, so let me tell you, I'm beginning to suspect the president's going to sign the bill. It's the bill's garbage. President knows it's garbage. But the president also has plan B and C, which here's my prediction. The president is going to announce all of the funds that are unspent that grants him discretionary authority to use uh, in terms of military monies. And the statute couldn't be any clearer, as I've now been telling you for a while. He's going to announce anywhere between $900 million and 2 to $3 billion available. That will be added to the $1.375 billion that this bill does give him and keeps the government open because uh, nobody seems to accept that the government, partial government shutdowns are never as bad as everybody thinks, except for the people that don't get their check which I don't like that happening to them either. To be very frank, people, most people, a lot of people have checked to check. That's hard on them. But then he's going to simultaneously, my next bet, declare the national emergency. And that means that the president's going to war because I told you he's unrelenting and tenacious. And he's going to get the money and he's going to build or continue to build. It's being built the wall as he promised. That is him, frankly, just understanding that Congress is pathetic, Republicans included, except for the Freedom Caucus and a few others. I do make a stipulation that there are a few good people there, but not most Republicans. They are weak, spineless, and have no vision for the future of the country. That's my prediction. It's ostensibly the same thing. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. 
Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner's proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to Burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. All right, so the Senate looks like they're going to pass the bill. They're voting now and then around anywhere between 6, when you begin all the procedures in the House, it'll start around 6.30 this evening and sometime during my uh, show, Hannity, on the Fox News Channel uh, between 9 and 10, and uh, I think it's a fait accompli. But I think what I said, and McConnell said this, McConnell said he talked to the president, president will sign it if they pass it, $1.375 billion for the wall, but here's my prediction. At the same time, and McConnell now, it's on drudge, national emergency coming. That's going to probably happen at the same time, as is the amount of monies that the president has all authority to earmark unspent monies that they've gathered together anywhere between $900 million and a, and a few billion dollars that will keep, when you couple it with the 1375, let's say it's $900 million, let's say it's $2 billion, whatever it is. That means in the interim, while the president predictably will have a fight with Democrats that first go judge shopping in California into the Ninth Circuit, and then hopefully because of the constitutional issues involved to the Supreme Court. This goes to the heart of U.S. Code 284 that I've been telling you about and all the provisions that actually authorize the president and give him every, again, laws passed by Congress, signed into law, that allow the president to use these unspent monies to stop drug interdiction, including, yes, building barriers. So I would guess that's the announcement at some point later today, etc. By the way, one side, side note before I get into I told you so about the abuse of power and the attempted coup of the president and all the efforts by these corrupt upper echelon FBI and DOJ people, so Amazon now decided to drop their plans. Andrew Cuomo, what an embarrassment for him and Comrade de Blasio. 
But they were going to build their headquarters in Queens, New York, Long Island City, which is a, they were going to build their headquarters. They were getting a $3 billion tax break. Now, I feel torn because New York is such a colossal mess that is losing tens and tens of thousands of people every year, just like New Jersey, Illinois, and California. And as the president told the governor, well, if you'd start fracking, maybe you could lower taxes and then help create an economic environment that people want to go to your state, not just one company. And Amazon, we find out today, they haven't paid a penny in federal income taxes for the second year in a row. How'd they pull that one off? Because I know that wouldn't work in my world or my life or your life either. And the president also, majority of California residents want to leave. Well, they are leaving. Now these states that have been so punitive towards anything involving business development and factories, of course they're leaving. Because you can't afford to to build in these states they take so much and they make it so difficult. All right. Now let's go to the deep state. Hannity watch on the deep state. What have I been telling you? It is the biggest abuse of power, corruption, scandal in the history of this country. And I am right. Andrew McCabe, who is under a criminal investigation right now, has written a book And by the way, that also includes James Baker. This is Jim Comey's FBI, the top echelon. And what have I been telling you? Because I know the the phony, you know, news media, they're all excited about their get Trump hero, Andrew McCabe, who may very well be indicted very soon himself. I wonder if they'll send 27 agents, pre-dawn raid, amphibious, you know, vehicles, SWAT teams, uh, you know, you know, armored vehicles like they did to Roger Stone's house for a process crime. He's under investigation. Inspector General, remember, he was fired because of committing perjury and lying based on the testimony of people who worked at the GOJ. So this whole thing now we find out has always been true. And he tells 60 Minutes, yeah, that there were conversations about the possibility of removing Trump under the 25th Amendment and confirming The deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, had offered to wear a wire around the president. I was speaking to the man who had just run for the presidency and and, and won the election for the presidency and who might have done so. Might have. With the aid of the government of Russia, our most formidable adversary on the world stage. And that was something that troubled me greatly. How long was it? after that that you decided to start the obstruction of justice and counterintelligence investigations involving the president i think the next day i met with the team investigating the russia cases and uh, i asked the team to go back and conduct an assessment to determine where are we with these efforts and what steps do we need to take going forward i was very concerned that i was able to put the russia case on absolutely solid ground in an indelible fashion that were I removed quickly or reassigned or fired, that the case could not be 
closed or uh, vanish in the night without a trace. I wanted to make sure that our case was on solid ground and if somebody came in behind me and closed it and tried to walk away from it, they would not be able to do that without creating a record of why they'd made that decision. You wanted a documentary record. That's right. That those investigations had begun because you feared that they would be made to go away. That's exactly right. They're not going to highlight that this man is is now under a criminal investigation. They're not going to highlight that. Now, notice the word he might have had the aid of Russia. Now, here's a problem for Andrew McCabe, because the FBI kept telling the president he's not under investigation. There's another little problem in his timeline here. After, because this, as our good friend Byron York refers to it as what, the eight days in May that took place. And the problem with the timeline is, oh, Lisa Page testified and others testified. Remember, the Russia investigation into Trump began right after the exoneration of Hillary Clinton. But that exoneration was being written in May by Comey and Strzok. Strzok is the one that interviewed Hillary on July 2nd, 2016. July 5th, James Comey admits that Hillary Clinton had top secret classified information on the mom and pop server. You know, and that, in fact, that he thought in their earlier writings of this exoneration in May that, oh, six foreign intelligence services had hacked into it. But anyway, they ended up, he goes 13 and a half minutes saying, yes, she committed all these crimes. And then, oops, never mind. Then they began the Trump-Russia investigation with no basis whatsoever. Now, the problem is when you get to the May timeline, all these people now that had been involved in the investigation, even Trump haters, were admitting They had no evidence of such, including Lisa Page, who, by the way, worked for McCabe. This is how sick this all gets. Now, Rod Rosenstein has a big problem in his life because Rod Rosenstein has now not only did he sign the FISA warrant, number one, number two. Rod Rosenstein now has given three different answers as it relates to wearing the wire. One, oh, just an outright denial. Then he jokes about it. Then he said, well, I never, I never ordered it. So it is, and by the way, and the fascinating thing is, we just had how ironic this week, the Senate Intelligence Committee saying there is no evidence, a bipartisan committee at all. And it all gets started because these top, this is not rank and file FBI, or, or Justice Department, the top people, they didn't like what the American people did. They're angry that Donald Trump got voted in. They first exonerated Hillary without an investigation. They were writing her exoneration in May, something Jim Comey also lied about. And Jim Comey released government documents to Columbia professors to get Mueller set up. This never should have happened. In any way, because they didn't have any evidence at all that warranted this, according to the testimony of the people involved. Anyway, it's all because their favorite candidate that they that they knew committed crimes, they exonerated because, as Peter Strzok, who interviewed Hillary in July of 2016, said, oh, she should win 100 million to zero. He's loathsome. He's horrible. And by the way, we have an insurance policy just in case he does win. 
You're now beginning to see how this fits. So the favorite candidate gets the favorite treatment. Then, if you really want to look at the abuse of power, well, then we've got Hillary Clinton funneling money, law firm, op research group, foreign national Christopher Steele. But we also now know that Bruce Orr warned everybody in August of 2016 that the dossier was paid for by Hillary, not verified, not corroborated, and Steele, who eventually got fired for lying and leaking by the FBI, Steele hated Donald Trump. And then even though they were all warned it's not verified, and now most of it debunked, they still used it as the bulk of information to get a FISA warrant to spy on a Trump campaign associate, Again, they're they're favoring one side here and the news and the revelations this week that came out, Freedom of Information Act, uh, Tom Fitton's Judicial Watch. And they find out that, oh, when they found the laptop of Anthony Weiner, they did find classified top secret information on that laptop. And then there's email exchanges, including Lisa Page, that show that State Department supporters of Hillary were negotiating more positions for the FBI abroad if only they would declassify what was classified to back and support Hillary. Break the law for Hillary. To tamper with evidence for Hillary. And the emails prove all of this. Now you take it a step further. If you really care about Russian collusion, why the Uranium One deal, we know that Putin's thugs wanted a foothold in the uranium market. But we have a spy from the FBI within his network. He's reporting back to the FBI that bribery, extortion, kickbacks, money laundering is happening. They do nothing. Well, there's some Russia collusion. Because then Hillary Clinton, among other Obama administration officials, sign off on the Uranium One deal. Bill Clinton goes at this time to Russia, gets three times his normal speaking fee, tries to speak with the Russian nuclear people. That meeting doesn't occur, but he gets a meeting with Putin himself. And then $145 million kicked back to the Clinton Foundation. Nobody's held. There's a Russian connection for you. Want another Russian connection? Well, the whole dossier is filled with Russian lies that even our intelligence top officials were peddling to the American people. Lies, distortion, misinformation, propaganda, all Russian lies she paid for. And then, even though they're warned by Bruce Orr in August of 2016 that she paid for it, Steele hates Trump, and it's unverified, then it becomes the basis of the FISA warrant to spy on the Trump campaign, and then it's used as, frankly, a roadmap in their minds to bludgeon Trump which then becomes the insurance policy. And what Andrew McCabe is admitting here is that, yeah, we were plotting a coup against the president of the United States, a silent coup. You don't think that's possible? What's Rod Rosen's first? He denied, by the way, that he ever oh, I never talked about a wire. Ah, Then he was sarcastic about it. Then he said, well, I never authorized it. Now, the Justice Department says it's McCabe's comments are inaccurate and factually incorrect there's a great piece by byron york about these eight days in may because at that time before Mueller's appointed after investigating since july it's now may of 2017 
all of these people involved in this testifying, uh, we had no information at all to justify this whole thing. And just because, well, as he says, Andrew McKay, every day is a new low in the Trump White House. They thought that they knew better than you, the American people. And they used their power to favor one candidate over another. And they spread the misinformation and they also didn't apply the law equally for the favored candidate. And then they used the Russian lies, lied to the FISA court, committed a fraud, didn't tell the court she paid for it, didn't tell the court it was never verified, didn't tell the court it was uncorroborated, didn't tell the court that everybody knew ahead of time. And so far, nothing's happened. But that's all about to change. There are things happening as we speak. 800-941-SHAWN, toll-free telephone number. We'll get back into this with Greg Jarrett at the top of the hour. We've got a lot of ground to cover today. Then we'll follow this bill. And, by the way, Lindsey Graham said it's imperative Andrew McCabe testify on the FBI's anti-Trump bias. Sarah Sanders says it's a disgrace what has happened to lie to investigators under oath. Destructive agenda. There was, listen, this is not the FBI. This, these people were the upper echelon. Don't think the FBI is like that, because I know FBI agents that are they're disgusted by this behavior. We better get this right. Or we lose the country. They tried to influence and steal a presidential election. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken through abortion. Now, preborn.com, they're dedicated to saving these precious lives, and they're using the science of 4D ultrasound to do it by offering free ultrasounds to any expecting mom. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. Now, you see, when an expecting mother meets that precious baby inside her, they end up being more than twice as likely to choose life for that baby. Now, you can join them in this incredible effort of theirs, and that's rescuing babies' lives. One ultrasound, 28 bucks. Uh, For $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds. And you know what? You might be saving five lives. You can donate securely by dialing pound 250 on your cell. Use the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. 
a situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. I was speaking to the man who had just run for the presidency and, and, and won the election for the presidency and who might have done so with the aid of the government of Russia, our most formidable adversary on the world stage. And that was something that troubled me greatly. How long was it after that that you decided to start the obstruction of justice and counterintelligence investigations involving the president? I think the next day I met with the team investigating the Russia cases and uh, I asked the team to go back and conduct an assessment to determine where are we with these efforts and what steps do we need to take going forward. I was very concerned that I was able to put the Russia case on absolutely solid ground in an indelible fashion that were I removed quickly or reassigned or fired that the case could not be closed or uh, vanish in the night without a trace. I wanted to make sure that our case was on solid ground and if somebody came in behind me and closed it and tried to walk away from it, they would not be able to do that without creating a record of why they'd made that decision. You wanted a documentary record. That's right. That those investigations had begun because you feared that they would be made to go away. That's exactly right. The president may have been assisted in the election by Russia. Well, we just had two-year investigation in the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, and a bipartisan uh, group of senators said there's no evidence at all to back up that ridiculous claim. And the president also, our investigation, he keeps saying our investigation. The problem with that is uh, they told the president he was not being investigated. There was no such FBI investigation. Now, what you have and it is here is an admission that you have the top brass at the FBI admitting to what is a silent attempt of a coup of a sitting president. Now, why would I say that? Because we now know that they didn't just tell Hillary Clinton once And that would be his boss. He's the deputy FBI director, Andrew McCabe, in this interview, trying to sell a book, uh, who got fired, interestingly, for being a liar, not telling the truth, and is now under criminal investigation himself. Just a little side note. But we know about the exoneration before the investigation. There's no bigger slam dunk case than Hillary Clinton and the classified top secret special access programming information that even James Comey admitted on July 5th, 2016 was in the mom and pop bathroom closet server. It was there. We know that 
Hillary Clinton signed off on that horrific Uranium One deal, which gave up 20% of America's uranium. We knew that Vladimir Putin was looking for a foothold into the uranium industry in America, the foundational materials that are used to build nuclear weapons. We know that also happened. And we also know that we had a spy, William Campbell, inside of Putin's network who exposed to the FBI and the director at the time, Mueller, that there was bribery and extortion and kickbacks and money laundering going on by Putin's minions here in the U.S. that wanted the uranium deal to go through. And then we have, again, follow the money. Bill Clinton gets triple his normal speaking fee going to Russia, trying to meet with their nuclear regulators, but instead gets a meeting with the man himself. Vladimir Putin. Hillary votes for the deal. The the CFIUS board, if you will, one of nine. And 145 million gets kicked back to the Clinton Foundation. And I'll add one other note. If you cared about Russian influence and collusion, Hillary paid for the the dossier with funneled money from a law firm to an op research group to a foreign national, Christopher Steele. And even though they all knew in August of 2016, because Bruce Orr testified that he told everybody in the DOJ and FBI that that Clinton paid for it, Steele hated Trump, and none of it's verified. Well, then it became the basis of a not one, but four FISA warrants against the Trump campaign associate. So they tried to stop, help Hillary Clinton, stop Donald Trump before, and then screw him afterwards. As is evidenced here, because they think they knew better than you, the American people. All right, joining us now to discuss and uh, shed more light on this, Greg Jarrett is uh, with us. Am I missing anything here? No, you've nailed it, 100%. Um, You know, what I found amazing this morning, I flipped on CBS, and there's Scott Pelley. He seems to think that he's breaking news uh, with his interview with Andrew McCabe, and he was shocked at what McCabe was telling him. Where... Has Scott Pelley been? Uh, you know, if it's news, it's news to Scott Pelley. In truth, there's really nothing new in his McCabe interview. Um, and in fact, in my book, I confirm, page 291, that Andrew McCabe, Lisa Page, James Baker all confirmed that Rosenstein was serious about soliciting people to wear wires to secretly record Trump and recruit cabinet members to invoke the 25th Amendment. Well, that's the other side of this. Now, Rod Rosenstein, didn't he deny that? Oh, sure. He had three explanations, and they they don't coincide. In September, he denied that it ever happened. Then he said, well, it did happen, but I was being sarcastic. Now he says... Well, I never authorized a recording or invoking the 25th Amendment, which is sort of like saying, well, I seriously pitched it, but then I didn't authorize it. And now Rosenstein is Brandy McCabe as a liar. He says McCabe did not tell the truth to federal authorities on multiple occasions, leading to his termination, which is true. I mean, now you've got a shark tank of sharks who are really hungry, and now they're beginning to nibble at each other and consume each other. you got McCabe says Comey's a liar. Comey says McCabe's a liar. Rosenstein says McCabe's a liar. For my money, they're all crooks and liars. Well, what's fascinating to me as I read through this, it is breathtaking because you don't think something like this could ever happen in the United States of America. I have said, and I stand by what I have said, this is the single biggest abuse of power 
corruption scandal in our history. Right. It is. And, and I want to be clear as always, this is not rank and file FBI. Now the question is, now that we, you know, so he's under a criminal investigation. We know James Baker's under a criminal investigation. Uh, we know what we're expecting the inspector general. I've got to believe everybody that signed the FISA warrant, knowing and warned ahead of time that it wasn't That's verified. Right. Five people. Okay. And they are Yates, Comey. Dana Buente, Rod Rosenstein, and Andrew McCabe. Right. So what happens to if they, they knowingly used as the bulk of information. A phony document. And they didn't tell the court she paid for it. And they, they lied to the court. They deceived the court. They withheld vital critical evidence, concealing all kinds of stuff. As I wrote on the very first page of my book, this is the most notorious hoax in modern American history. And John Dowd, uh, Trump's former attorney, this week pretty much has said the same thing. He said, this is the biggest fraud in American history. And he's absolutely right. And here you've got McCabe saying, well, you know, after the president fired James Comey, you know, I was concerned that he was a puppet for Russia and had stolen the election with Russia's help. So I launched the counterintelligence investigation of the president. What McCabe is conveniently ignoring is the testimony of Lisa Page, the FBI attorney, top attorney, who confessed to congressional investigators that when that special counsel was appointed by McCabe, they had, had no, no evidence. evidence of collusion, which means the special counsel appointment was in violation of the regulations. Well, he, she's not the only one, though, that said that. Comey, remember, even though he signed off on the first FISA application, then he goes to Trump Tower, meets President-elect Trump and says right. uh, it's salacious but unverified. The very opposite of what he had testified to or presented before and signed off on before in October the year prior that's three and a half months earlier sure well james comey is the master of prevarication evasion and lies as well is he gonna all right so what happens to all these these deep state actors those that didn't believe in the deep state what happens to all these people well today at 445 william barr will be sworn in by chief justice john roberts as the next attorney general and in his confirmation hearing, when Lindsey Graham, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, put it to him, all of these corrupt acts, and especially lying to the FISA court, will you investigate? Barr said yes, because nobody, not even law enforcement, is above the law. So if William Barr holds true to his word, Sean... Mm-hmm. He'll investigate this. And look, he doesn't need a special counsel for this. There are plenty of competent, honest, honorable career prosecutors, top-notch lawyers so, at the DOJ who can do it. So before Mueller's even appointed, they're thinking about invoking the 25th Amendment, oh, even, yeah. though, even though numerous people are on the record saying, well— since July, when they launched this in 2016, there was no evidence. Right. So so they're trying to basically remove a duly sure. elected president because they don't like him. They don't like his policies. They don't like the man. The McCabe interview only illuminates the FBI's severe bias against Donald Trump. Who violated laws? Name the names. Who is it? Who violated what law? Start, start at the beginning. All of the, well, first of all, if you uh, ignore evidence deliberately 
for political reasons, contort the law to clear somebody of a crime, even though the evidence in front of you shows they committed those crimes, that's obstruction of justice. So that would be James Comey and all of the others who were involved, including uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and the investigation of Hillary Clinton. Then you move forward to launching an investigation for personal and political reasons when you don't have probable cause or credible evidence. That would be James Comey, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe, the whole gang at the FBI. And then you move on. The five individuals you and I just named lying to a court that's perpetrating a fraud. It's six different felonies. So, and that doesn't even include the people who uh, so lied to everybody Congress. that signed off on the FISA. Then we got to go to Hillary Clinton and what she. We got to go back there, right? Well, don't for, I, because I mean, don't you, forget James Comey stealing government documents so and leaking th- them. So, if there's equal justice and application of our laws, everybody that signed off on the FISA, Comey himself, McCabe, Baker, right, right Struck right, and Page, right. who else? Yates. Sure, Sally Yates. Well, when does Clapper and Brennan get brought into all of this? Clapper's five-year statute of limitations is run, so he's free and clear. He got away with deliberately lying to Congress, and nobody at the Department of Justice in the Obama administration was willing to pursue it. And then you had the feckless, incompetent Jeff Sessions, who didn't take it up either, and the statute is run. We'll take a break. We'll come back more with Greg Jarrett. His new paperback is out, The Russia Hoax, with a new chapter, and available on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. All right, so I didn't think my friends at MyPillow would ever be able to outdo themselves. They've created the MyPillow mattress topper, and what you do is you put it on top of your mattress, and it's like you're floating on air. And yes, it helps you sleep better. Now, it has three-layer design. One is my pillow foam for their support, transitional foam to help relieve pressure points, and also the ultra-soft patented temperature-regulating cover. It comes with a 10-year warranty. You're going to love MyPillow's topper. Washable, dryable, made in the USA, backed by Mike's 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. And right now, because you listen to this show, you're going to save 30%. It's going to change your life. Just use the promo code Hannity when you go to MyPillow.com. You save 30%. Call 800-919-6090. Now, Mike is also going to throw in two standard MyPillows absolutely free. Now, when you add the mattress topper to the pillows, it's heaven. MyPillow.com, 800-919-6090. Promo code Hannity. When we come back, uh, the eight days in mail. Ask Greg about that straight ahead. Are you sick of fake news? Well, we've got you covered. Hannity watches here and has the news you need. Sean Hannity. As we continue, Greg Jarrett, author of the number one bestseller, now out in paperback uh, with a new chapter, The Russia Hoax. All right. Our friend, colleague Byron York talks about the eight days in May. 
That's eight days from the time Comey was fired by President Trump for ninth, just cause. The 9th to the 17th of and, May. And the 17th was the day that Rod Rosenstein appointed Robert Mueller as special counsel in violation of the regulations and at the same time told McCabe, get lost. You're off the case. Uh, so and and it was that eight day period of time. And we know that they had been investigating potential contacts, Trump and Russia. And they had nothing since July of sure. 2016. And numerous people, including Comey, they couldn't page. believe they couldn't believe that this man, Donald Trump, had won the presidency. They didn't want him to win. They were pushing for Hillary Clinton. They cleared her so she could win. And and they had violated the law in lying to a court to spy on his campaign before the election. Can you imagine the panic that set in at the FBI and DOJ that night that Trump won when they said, my Lord, we we could get caught for what we did. And sure enough, they've been caught, although the mainstream media continues to ignore it. Now we know what the insurance policy is about, don't we? You know, the guy that is interviewing Hillary, writing an exoneration for Hillary, even though she committed obvious crimes, the FBI favors her, even with, you know, they're negotiating whether to declassify uh, classified emails on Wiener's laptop in exchange for, oh, we'll give you more positions from the State Department. Those same people are now involved in their insurance policy because Hillary should have won a hundred million to zero, right? Right. You know, the insurance policy was let's launch and leak a dilating investigation of Trump accusing him of being a Russian spy. Um, and, And then, of course, as you mentioned, the quid pro quo. That's a violation of public corruption laws. It's attempted obstruction of justice, attempted a bribery. Uh, you know, when you're offering and pressuring uh, the FBI to do something. And they lied to the country and the president when they said there wasn't an investigation. And in this interview, McCabe admits there's an investigation. Yeah, of course. All right, we got to leave it there. Greg Jarrett, great work. Out in paperback, the Russia hoax, Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. Uh, when we come back, the latest on this trillion-dollar, thousand-page, nobody-read bill that everyone's voting on today and what the president should do next. And you know who we are apprehending? Kids, children, if they are lucky, they're there with their moms or dads walking 2,000 miles, if they're lucky, atop not inside of a train known as the Beast or La Bestia, surviving every manner of depredation and those who prey on human misery and here at their most vulnerable and desperate moment. They want to make sure that they have found the right place. That 243 years into this great experiment and idea that is America, we will not take advantage of them. We will not send them back to certain death. We will not believe that walls can or should keep them out. Instead, we welcome them with open arms. This, the wealthiest, the most powerful country on the face of the planet, can meet this moment in our obligations to one another and be all the stronger for it. Our walls don't keep us safe at all. 25 now till the top of the hour. Bozo O'Rourke at his very small attempt to compete rally with uh, Donald Trump. I mean, there were, uh, did you see the crowd outside in El Paso? Unbelievable.
Uh, anyway, joining us now is Congressman uh, McClintock of uh, California uh, discussing, you know, what is now being a one trillion dollar spending bill, only one point three seven five billion as it relates to the wall. And uh, nobody's had a chance to read the thousand page bill. And I guess you have to pass it to find out what's in it once again. Congressman McClintock, welcome back to the program. How are you? Um, great, Sean. Thanks for having me. The battle comes down to this in my mind, and I want to ask you about it. That the president is fighting against the 90 percent of heroin in our country that comes across that border. The new fentanyl, and that kills 300 people a week. The new fentanyl crisis that we have. He's fighting cartels, human traffickers, including young girls being you know, sex trafficking that goes on. Uh, he's fighting the gangs, and he's also fighting to protect America from those people that might commit other crimes. We've given the statistics on homicide, sexual assault, and violent assaults. What, what are your fellow congressmen that are on the other side of the aisle, the Democrats, what are they fighting for here? Well, they're fighting for open borders. I think they've made that very clear. They see that as a political opportunity to maintain perpetual power in this country, and it relies on uh, the 60,000 foreign nationals that are illegally crossing our border every month. Uh, and, and the problem with that is pretty simple. Uh, if, we have no, if we're not going to enforce our immigration laws, our borders mean nothing. And if our borders mean nothing, we're no longer a country. We're just a vast international open territory between Canada and Mexico, both of which, by the way, have immigration laws and borders that they actually enforce. Well, I, I, I did see that you had written an editorial in the uh, or an op-ed in the Washington Examiner. And this is what I think. And you said declare an emergency and build the wall. I think the president is going to let's assume for a minute they didn't put a poison pill on the one point three seven five uh, billion for the wall, which is all they've allocated for that. Now, they've also allocated another $23 billion for everything else but the wall, which I'm, I'm happy about that, but the wall needs to be built. That is the most fundamental part of it. Um, the president says he has anywhere between $900 million and a couple of billion dollars of discretionary monies that haven't been spent that he gets to spend any way he wants. Uh, so I think the president's plan is he'll simultaneously, again, if there's no poison pill, sign the bill, keep the government open. If there's a poison pill, he may ask for a short-term CR. Then he'll put those other monies together that he has the discretion to spend as he wants. And then he'll declare a national emergency. And then they're going to go out to your state and they're going to file a lawsuit, which probably the Democrats will win. Then they'll go to the Ninth Circuit, again, in your state, California, which is, you know, pretty socialist at this point uh and they'll probably win there and but i gotta think the supreme court takes it up next don't you well whatever he does even if it's uh using the congressional appropriation to build the wall they're still going to try to block him in court anything he does they're going to find a left-wing judge to temporarily block but he is on absolutely solid ground in using his authority that dates back to 1976 to reprogram unobligated military construction funds for projects for national defense and i can't think of anything more important to our national defense than securing our southern border and you know when you hear folks uh, attack it they'll say oh well that's going to come out of other military construction projects and my response to that is what is more important securing the border of iraq or securing the border of the united states i just am trying is, is the democrats always said they support this in obama's second term 
They all sounded like Donald Trump on the wall and funding the wall and building the wall. Uh, They claimed to care about Dreamers and DACA, and they claimed that they cared about furloughed employees, but they wouldn't even have a conversation with the president. Look, look, for years now, they have not even been able to call illegal immigration for what it is, illegal. Uh, It's hard to believe that that, uh, they are opposed to illegal immigration when for years they've been working to reward illegal immigration with free taxpayer paid services, education, health care, legal services, you name it. Uh, uh, Then you look at the sanctuary uh, uh, policies that they have been advocating for years that release dangerous criminal illegals back into our communities rather than deporting them. Uh, You can't point to one thing the Democrats have done uh, to assist in securing our borders. Uh, They have done everything they can to undermine our borders, and that's why we're living with the crisis we have today. Have you had any time to read any of this, Bill? Or I assume you're probably, you know, handing off 200 pages to this staffer, 200 pages to that staffer, because you can't read a thousand pages. Uh, well, I, I read the portions dealing with the with the border wall, and what we know for sure from this is uh, it's completely inadequate to address the crisis. So, are there any restrictions on the president's spending? We, uh, uh, yeah, well, yes, there are many restrictions on it, uh, in, including uh, they've uh, carved out big sections of uh, the Rio Grande Valley where they're not permitted to build. They uh, uh, cannot start building until they get local government uh, uh, consultation completed. Uh, there are a lot of restrictions like that. But the, the principal question is this. If it's not adequate to secure our border, he's going to have to use his executive authority anyway. And if he has to use his executive authority anyway, why does he need the, uh, the, the this appropriations bill now uh, uh, for the purpose of the wall? Um, uh, the other concern I have is that this continues us on a spending trajectory that is producing a trillion-dollar annual deficit. That's about $8,000 of additional debt an average family uh, in this country will have to pay through its future taxes. Um, uh, uh, and is, uh, economists are screaming this warning at us that it is putting us on the verge of a, uh, a debt spiral that will lead to a sovereign debt crisis. Of, uh, if, if this bill actually addressed our border crisis, I'd be willing to take one more step down that path. Well, let me... It's completely inadequate to do so. I'm wondering what's the point? Uh, Nita Lowy put out to our Democratic colleagues a, a page and a half about the House's vote on on the conference report covering the financial issues here. And, you know, a billion for the census, 308 million for research, development, National Science Foundation, 25 more million for the EPA, 169 million for International peacekeeping, 293 million for port infrastructure, 123 million for grants to combat homelessness. But then she has an alter- an alternative to the conference report is a full year CR for the remaining bills. Now, this would result in losing 11 billion in increased investments, including the additional one billion for the Census Bureau that is desperately needed for our communities to be well prepared in the decade that follows. A CR would also lead to the Department of Homeland Security spending two billion on border barriers and significantly increasing the number of detention beds. Sounds to me like the president should say no to this deal and maybe just get the full uh, $2 billion, which is more than they're offering. I agree with you. And by the way, once he invokes his uh, authority uh, to reprogram funds uh, and it's upheld by the courts, the Democrats are going to then be in a very weak bargaining position. 
Yeah, I mean, so what are they going to do? Are they going to shut down the government? Because I don't think they have the stomach to do that either, because this then would be their shutdown. Well, I can't read minds and I can't tell fortunes, but I, I, I can tell you this. This bill does not secure our borders. The president, even if he signed this bill, he's going to have to use his executive authority anyway. Uh, and, uh, and ultimately, uh, he's on very solid legal ground doing so. Yeah. I'll, is that true, what Nita Lowy's, Lowy's telling her her own Democratic conference, that basically it's a better deal for Republicans not to support it. Well, what the CR does is basically continue the priorities that the Republicans set in the last uh, uh, Congress. Uh, the appropriations bill uh, removes a lot of those provisions, so it moves moves us much, much farther to the uh, to the left's uh, idea of uh, government, which is uh, huge taxes, huge spending. Uh, uh, it, con- it continues the, all the farm subsidy programs, the green energy subsidy programs, which are the worst form of corporate welfare there are. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think we'd be in better shape with a CR uh, than we would with this bill. Tom Graves uh, from Georgia also joins us now. They're 14th district. Uh, Welcome to the program. What's your take on this Nita Lowy uh, report to her conference saying that, well, we can have an alternative to the conference report, a full year CR for the remaining bills that would mean spending or losing, she calls it, spending $11 billion less in what she calls investments, and the CR would also lead to the DHS spending $2 billion on border barriers and significantly increasing the number of detention beds. I think I like that one. Hey, Sean, thanks for, for uh, you know going over that, and I appreciate Mr. McClintock. There's nobody more articulate on this issue and others than he is, but you're absolutely right. Uh, if this claim is true, um, then a continuing resolution by far would be the better option. Uh, if it is not true, then it should be debunked quickly and uh, and I think that's in, incumbent on those who are who are researching this and reading this to say okay if that is true why are we not sticking with a continuing resolution but aside from that um, I think we should hit the pause button anyhow I think we should be doing a two-week continuing resolution right now to allow every member Republican and Democrat ample time to go through this legislation it's 1100 plus pages which I've seen I haven't had a chance to review 100% of it, and I'm on the conference committee myself. Uh, I think this is such an important topic. It's such a comprehensive, complex issue that every member deserves time to review it. And if there's. You see, you you have to get with the program, Congressman. With all due respect to you, you got to pass the bill to find out what's in the darn thing. (laughs) I know. You're a little behind here. You're behind the times. Why read a thousand pages for a trillion dollars? I mean, that's. I know. That's a revolutionary thought. Yeah, we should actually read something before we vote on it. But, you know, there are folks who are worried about, well, if we leave it over the next couple of weeks, then people are going to shoot holes in it. Well, if it's bad policy, we shouldn't be passing it. If it's good policy, it will stand the criticisms and the scrutiny over the next 10 to 14 days. So this is a really important topic. And, you know, Mr. McClintock's exactly right. Uh, This is about securing our homeland. This is not about uh, who's winning and who's losing. This is about security of our country and uh, and our citizens. You know, the idea, look, I'll be honest, at the end of the day, if the president signs this and the president uses all of the funds that he can appropriate, use the defense funds that he has the ability, the discretion to spend as he chooses, let me put it that way, and the president simultaneously dis- declares a national emergency, I think that's a win-win Donald Trump because he has money to continue building the wall as he's doing now in the interim as Democrats challenge it in court. Congressman McClintock, would that work for you? Oh, absolutely it would. And and again, we we need to re- remember there are two mortal perils 
facing our country. One of the, one of them is the collapse of our borders, but the other is the collapse of our finances. I mean, history warns us that, that countries that lose control of their borders or that bankrupt themselves simply aren't around very long. So uh, we have to ask ourselves, how does this bill affect these mortal dangers? And the answer is, it is wholly inadequate to secure our borders and moves us further toward a sovereign debt crisis that could be fatal to our country. I agree. Final word we'll give to Tom Graves. You only got about 15 seconds, Tom. Sean, I think we've got a great opportunity here to uh, um, just take a break, get this thing right, make sure our, our Customs and Border Protection have all the resources necessary to secure our homeland. And uh, this is the one opportunity and moment we have to do it. And I hope we stand firm here and get it right. Yeah, well, that would be a refreshing change. And it would be nice if people actually read a bill before they vote on it. All right, guys, thank you both. Uh, when we come back, News Roundup, Information Overload. How are the Democrats going to deal with this new civil war among their new hard, radical, extreme left that has taken over their party? That's coming up in our News Roundup, Information Overload. And tonight, the definitive breakdown on Hannity of what was an attempted silent coup by people at the highest levels of the DOJ and the FBI, not the rank and file. Nine Eastern, Fox. Stay right here for our final News Roundup and Information Overload. No, I think it is a green dream. And I think that uh, it is. It is. And, and I think that, uh, that all great, all great, uh, all great American programs, everything from the Great Society to the New Deal started with a vision for our future. And I don't think that, um, you know, I don't consider that to be a dismissive term. I think it's a great term. Hey, you Sorry. Sorry, Bob. I know a lot of people that's running for president, they've been starting to accept uh, smoking marijuana as becoming president. Mm-hmm. Is it something that sometimes they run away from and don't fully embrace? Uh, well, I don't know about running away from it. I certainly think people used to run away from it, but we just need to accept that there is nothing more inherently damaging about marijuana than, say, legal substances like alcohol or, you know, anything else and so um, so I'm glad that we're moving towards a more just position as a party and that we're moving to legalize marijuana but not just legalize marijuana but to really make up for the damages done by the war on drugs and the people that were unjustly incarcerated by the war on drugs. For some of the presidents would it be okay like even if they say like I know uh, Senator Harris when she said yesterday that it was a long time ago so some of them would it be okay to have a president who say that they do smoke? Is it? I don't care. It's not. Yeah. I don't care. It's fine with me. You're not hurting anybody, you know. Right. Because yeah, there's really no difference between that and the there, alcohol. There are plenty of, exactly. There are plenty of people who drink. They'll go out to happy hour. They'll, you know, they'll go out, have one, two, three. Right. And I know everybody's been... How is that different from anything else, you know? All right, there it is. The star of the new radical extreme Democratic Socialist Party and that is uh, Ocasio-Cortez, the congresswoman. You know, great article in Red State that I told you about earlier. A war is coming between old and new school Democrats. It's not coming, though. It's here. It's right before our eyes. And the, 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 what they're most afraid of is Ocasio-Cortez is just revealing what this party has already evolved into. Except they thought they were clever. They try to hide what their real positions are. Uh, They don't actively come out and say that they want socialism. They would always, you know, on the campaign, their their M.O. was to sound as moderate as possible. 
and to bamboozle the American people and then always vote hard left, no matter what the issue happened to be. But do they believe in the the government takeover of industry like the healthcare industry? Well, listen to Kamala Harris and Kirsten Gillibrand and Bernie Sanders and Medicare for all. Well, Kamala Harris and Gillibrand say yeah, we've got to eliminate all private health insurance. That's 187 million Americans that will be forced into a government system. This is the the radical party. They want energy. Okay, look at the new green deal or the green new deal. Okay, in 10 years, no more fossil fuels, no natural gas, no coal, no nuclear, just clean renewable energy. Okay, that means... Uh, that we're going to have to change the cars that we drive, and but we'll we'll have plug-in areas all over the country. That's nice of them. Uh, airplanes are gone. Cow meat is gone. All the things that we every home has to be rebuilt. Every building has to be rebuilt. But you're guaranteed pretty much everything in this utopia society that they're promising. All the right words. All your fears are taken away. All the platitudes and false promises, uh, which is everybody guaranteed a job with a family sustaining wage and family leave and medical leave and vacations. Everyone gets full, complete retirement security. They'll define what that is, of course. Now we're going to we destroyed K through 12 education. We pay more per capita than any other industrialized country. And we are like 37th. When it comes to the educational system in this country, well, now we'll take it straight on through college. Guaranteed government healthy food. Great. What are they going to pick tonight for supper? Uh, but we can't have cows because there's too much cow flatulence and CO2 emissions and, and it's hurting the environment. So you better stock up if you want to make money. Maybe you'll maybe you'll buy a lot of beef and freeze it for when beef then becomes illegal. And then you have to, of course, you can sell it on the black market for huge profits. Uh, and, of course, we're going to get rid of eventually the cows and eventually airplanes. And we're going to replace everything with high-speed trains. Can't wait to see that high-speed train express to Europe and Asia and New Zealand and Australia. But everyone gets free health care. Well, how did Obamacare work out for you? Only this time they'll take away completely your health care plan. How do we ever... How do we ever recover from that if they get their way? Uh, we're going to have, of course, uh, safe, affordable, adequate housing for everybody. That's after we rebuild every house in America because of the new green mandate. Economic security for those that are unable to work, those that are unwilling to work. Well, they try to back off that, but that's what they believe. It wasn't an accident they put it there. An economic environment free of monopolies. Yeah, because they will take over all industry in America. And then, of course, no beef, no planes. Uh, oh, and the party of late-term abortion. Even, even during the birthing process, it will be legal. We're now up to eight states pushing this. It's not an anomaly in New York. And then on top of that, this, the Senate wouldn't even take up the issue because the Democrats refused the, you know, Born Alive Protection Act if a, a botched abortion happens. Now, we had a woman on this show last week that had that happen to. Anyway, glad you're with us. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. It's our news roundup and information overload hour on the program as we're joined by Jonathan Gillum, former FBI agent, federal air marshal, author of Sheep No More, Danielle McLaughlin, attorney who is a liberal, quote, constitutional expert,
Well, anyway, uh, welcome both of you. Good to have you. So tell us, Danielle, and congrats again on the baby. Tell us uh, what part of the Green New Deal you don't like. Good afternoon, Sean, and uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Uh, Day. Jonathan, too. I didn't think we'd be talking about cow flatulence on Valentine's Day, but here we go. (laughs) Well, it's either that or BS, because it both applies to the Democrat (laughs) Party, so... Well, oh, I, yeah, well, I'm sure I suspect that that would be your uh, your point of view. Look, the Green New Deal is a set of ideas, okay? And I agree there are some things in here that we're never going to get to, these 10 timelines, the idea of making buildings green. That's crazy talk. That's never going to happen. But what this is meant to do is start a conversation and get us to start thinking about what this planet and what our cities and what our farms and our towns are going to look like in 50 years or 100 years and what we're going to do um, to adapt to climate change and the the real economic uh, downsides and economic harms that can come from 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 a change in climate. Okay, you can say all you want that this is not we have 100 Democrats signing on to this insanity, by the way. And a reporter asked uh, Bob Menendez about the Green New Deal. He got all pissed off and threatened to call the cops after a reporter asked that. And now what we're seeing is there was an article in The New York Times, the Ocasio-Cortez effect, Jonathan, wave of challenges hits entrenched New York Democrats. What that means is every establishment you know, real left-wing Democrat now is going to be challenged by one of these, you know, lunatic, radical extremist Democrats, and the radicals will probably win. Well, that's what's scary. You know, uh, one thing I learned a while ago uh, in politics in New York City was when Charlie Rangel used to get elected over and over again. I started looking into that, and as it turns out, in his uh, district where he was running, you know, there's a million people there up in the Harlem area, maybe more, but only about 18,000 would come out and vote. That's it. So, um, it's you know, some of these people that are getting in are going to the specific areas where people don't vote, um, and then they press these ridiculous things forward, and then uh, the, they convince people just to come out and vote that aren't really looking at the, the issues at hand. And um, I think, you know, I'm hoping – that they shoot themselves in the foot here. But I think well, what it's really going to show... What, forget, whether they will, they already have shot themselves in the foot. The American people, even if you identify yourself as, quote, pro-choice, they don't support abortion while the birth is, is, is happening after it's a fully formed baby. Most Americans heard the governor of, of the Commonwealth of Virginia, well, first we'll deliver the baby, we'll make the baby comfortable. And then- if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered, uh, the infant would be kept comfortable, uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, if, mother and the family desired. If not- and then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother uh nobody supports this but this we are on the verge of being the wealthiest nation on the face of this earth because of the vast energy natural gas oil coal resources we have that donald trump is now allowing us to use this will create literally hundreds of thousands if not millions of high-paying career jobs uh, for Americans and the wealth we saw so long in the in the Middle East will now be our wealth and will be the biggest exporter of energy, the lifeblood of our economy. But not if Danielle's friends have her way, have their way. Okay. Sure. 
we can Sean, we can have it both ways. I think, um, you know, we have to in, in the in the in the now we have to think about jobs and energy, and I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of the reserves and taxes that have been uncovered. But we also have to think like government government is about stewardship. My kids, my my children's children, yours, Sean. They're going to be inheriting a planet that is even more polluted than it is today. And the consensus of scientists is 97%. So basically what I'm saying is if you believe that smoking causes cancer, then you have to believe in climate change because the numbers are exactly the same in terms of scientific consensus. I, I agree that some of this stuff feels very kind of crazy, but the Republicans... It, feel, it feels... Too. Listen, in the 70s... The Democratic Party and liberals, Jonathan, were telling us the new ice age is coming. Then it evolved into global warming because they were wrong on that prediction. Then all of a sudden the planet started cooling again in a lot of areas. Then they said, oh, boy, they were being exposed a third time. So they just say climate change. So whether it's hot or cold, whether the temperature changes, which it has historically over the years or not, um, they're going to use it because the, the premise is, is that Humans are pillaging the planet for profit and humans are destroying the planet and we should have full, complete redistribution and equality among every person. That's what it comes down to. That's what they truly believe. Well, that, that, and that, and I know people think this is crazy when I say this, is called communism. That is the utopia that they believe in, that they have to cause disruption in order to get there. And Sean... If you listen to the verbiage that they use, I've, I've heard so many people over this past week, because this is accelerating quickly, use a term called the collective. And it's scary to me when I hear them say that, because that is a communist term. We can call it communism or globalism or socialism, but it's, it, that is a term that what they're trying to do is get everyone to think the same, not to say everybody to say, should show a solution. And everybody says, yes, that's a solution. That's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to get everybody to think the same way so they can control them. And the scary part of this whole thing is that they are affecting a, a big part of this country to where they don't even question what they're doing. And Cory Booker saying the world cannot sustain people eating meat. I'm telling you, I'm really thinking about buying a bunch of cows and having them frozen for future use. Um, Jonathan, I take this as real because look at the numbers of people that are supporting Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal. And knowing Nancy Pelosi, I mean, she could be out there saying as she is right now, uh, you know, just trying to dismiss it. But she's facing a rebellion from this wing in her party. And she may be overthrown in the sense losing her speakership by this radical wing that has taken over the party. And as if she's not radical enough. Right. And people are saying, you know, I hear talk to people all the time and they're saying, you know, oh, let that happen because they're just going to destroy themselves. I, I can't say that that's the case. It's a very scary thing what's happening and the speed at which it's happening in the Democrat Party. And I think people need to ask themselves, this should be the litmus test that they, that they use when they're listening to this. Am I supporting a candidate or am I supporting a candidate that shows me individual solutions to problems? You can't. It's not like cable. You don't bundle solutions. You either fix this and fix that or you're just trying to sell something that identifies to an ideology and that's what's happening last word danielle loving these new policies <laughs> you know what this is what this is all about we have to have a discussion one thing i'll say that the democrats are doing is presenting a vision for the future whether you like it or not they've got some ideas what is the gop saying about what we're going to be doing in 50 years nothing uh well we'll see um certainly i don't really hear you objecting to a lot of what they're proposing 
So I have to assume you like it. All right. We'll take a break. Thank you both. When we come back, wide open telephones. We have an amazing Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Quick break. Uh, We are going to do what no one else in the media will do. We're going to lay out the definitive case of corruption in the Department of Justice and the FBI to literally pull off a coup and undo, well, first to help elect a favored candidate and then undo a presidential election. That's 9 Eastern. We'll continue. Mr. President, my son got a bad deal. He was killed by an illegal alien eight years ago. This is my daughter, Amy Cortlang, who was killed by an illegal alien. This is my only child, Dominic German Chocolate Durden. This bill will result in nothing more than tens of thousands of more Americans being killed. Please, we plead with you, please do not sign this bill. Please don't sign this bill. Please, President Trump, don't sign this bill. Americans deserve better. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. The president's decision to end DACA was heartless and it was brainless. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of families will be ripped apart. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong. Tens of thousands of American businesses will lose hardworking employees. And the argument there, Mr. President, is Americans don't want to do the work. We just can't find American workers to do the work. Mr. President, that is a crock in many instances. It's just not true. In my view, Trump's decision to end the DACA program for some 800,000 young people is the cruelest and most ugly presidential act in the modern history of this country. I cannot think of one single act which is uglier and more cruel. We've got to do several things, and I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. People have to stop employing illegal immigrants. Come up to Westchester, go to Suffolk and Nassau counties, stand in the street corners in Brooklyn or the Bronx, you're going to see loads of people waiting to get picked up to go do yard work and construction work and domestic work. You know, this is not a problem that the people who are coming into the country are solely responsible for. They wouldn't be coming if we didn't put them to work. My proposal will keep families together and it will include a path to citizenship. The number of immigrants added to the labor force every year is of a magnitude not seen in this country for over a century. If this huge influx of mostly low-skill workers provides some benefits to the economy as a whole, it also threatens to depress further the wages of blue-collar Americans and puts strains on an already overburdened safety net. Immigrants aren't the principal reason wages haven't gone up. There are those in the immigrants' rights community who have argued passionately that we should simply provide those who are illegally with legal status or at least ignore the laws on the books and put an end to deportation until we have better laws. But I believe such an indiscriminate approach would be both unwise and unfair. It would suggest to those thinking about coming here illegally that there will be no repercussions for such a decision. And this could lead to a surge in more illegal immigration. These are students, they're teachers, they're doctors, they're lawyers. They're Americans in every way but on paper. Those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law 
uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants. Real reform means establishing a responsible pathway to earn citizenship. All right, those, you know, why doesn't Congress, now that they're going to vote on their thousand-page, trillion-dollar bill and not know a darn thing that is in this, why? Why would they ever allow this to happen we're now back to the you gotta pass it to know what it's in it strategy of the democrats you know the, the amazing thing about all of this to me is what nita lowey is is telling people so she writes to her democratic colleagues oh the house today's or thursday meaning today is, is gonna vote on in conference on a report covering uh the agriculture commerce justice science financial services uh, general government, homeland security, et cetera. Then she talks about all this new money, a billion dollars for the Census Bureau, all this other money here. And then she has an interesting paragraph. So she's urging Democrats to vote for this after with the, the horrible bill we're talking about. Remember, it's supposed to give, and she even says there's no poison pill in the bill as it relates to the 1.375. But then... She writes, an alternative to this bill, the trillion-dollar, nobody-read, thousand-page fiasco bill, an alternative to the conference report is a full-year continuing resolution, a CR, for the remaining bills. This would result in losing approximately $11 billion in increased, well, spending. She calls it investments, just like taxes, just investments, Uh and she, including the additional billion dollar for the Census Bureau that is desperately needed for our communities to be well represented in the decade that follows. The CR would also lead to the Department of Homeland Security spending $2 billion on border barriers and significantly increasing the number of detention beds. Okay, do a clean CR. That's what Republicans ought to do. That's, that's pretty straightforward to me. You know, we have so much big news. We got this war emerging between, as I was talking about earlier today, we've got a Democratic Party that is just off the rails. I mean, this is, you know, you got 100 people supporting Ocasio-Cortez's, you know, Green New Deal bill. You know, the one that is going to demand every home be rebuilt in America, every building be rebuilt in America, uh, the one that's going to eliminate all fossil fuels. I mean, all gas, all oil, all coal is gone. And, well, that will eliminate the car. That will also eliminate airplanes. Well, that might take a little longer, she says. Uh, Then we've got, you know, everything else that they're now supporting. Everyone's going to get a great equal sustaining wage. Great promises, great platitudes, bumper stickers, free, free, free. Family medical leave guaranteed. A bill of rights that guarantees it. High quality education. Now we've ruined K through 12. Now we're going to go into ruining college as well, as if it's not enough indoctrination going on in colleges. Government's going to absolutely guarantee you healthy food. Oh boy. Here come the diet police. Then, of course, safe, affordable, adequate housing. Everyone gets the government house. Everyone. You know, put it together on health care, 
Same thing there. Everyone is going to be guaranteed a retirement security, a vacation, health care. And by the way, that includes Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand, Bernie Sanders. No more private health care. Everyone's going to have one health care. Everyone's going to have guaranteed housing. Everyone's going to have uh, an environment, an economic environment, free of monopolies because they're going to nationalize the health care industry. Good luck to you. And then, of course, on top of that, they'll nationalize energy. They will destroy what is the lifeblood of our economy, which is our energy sector, at a time we're about to experience explosive growth and wealth creation for all Americans. Because, you know, think back to the North Dakota boom and the Oklahoma-Texas boom. And the natural gas boom that is developing right now. I love when, you know, Andrew Cuomo goes to uh, talk to the president and beg for more money. That the president says, well, why don't you just frack your way out of it? Because you're stopping fracking is what is creating such devastation in the, the state of New York. And he's right. That's the answer. We have more natural gas. We are the Middle East of natural gas. We are, frankly, the we are the biggest energy we could be the world's biggest energy supplier easily we got two literally right now two separate pipelines that are available to us that are being built anwar is about to open up we've surpassed for the first time in 65 years we're energy not only independent for the first time but now we're literally exporting energy and if drivers in north dakota get 100 grand and free training well that means high paying career jobs for every American is literally now on our horizon. Monies that now people can afford homes and trucks and vacations and everything else. So you know what this means for the country? This is insanity. Okay, we're going to have all these high-speed trains built to Europe? Are we going to have a high-speed train to... How are we going to get to Vietnam in 10 years? If they have a summit, we're going to have a high-speed train to Asia? We're going to have a high-speed train to New Zealand and Australia? Australia. Hey, Mike, what are we going to do? Free, free, free. Can't wait till you have to rebuild your home. Even the unions, by the way, are supporting the, you know, saying this is insanity. By the way, Amy Kramer is with us, uh, chairwoman of uh, uh, Women for Trump and uh, CJ the, of the Deplorable Choir. Amy Kramer, by the way, her beautiful daughter works on our show now. And hey, Sean. What's going on? How are you? Good to talk to you. So you're actually, you're Good saying. To to you. Now, the president, you know, has been mulling a shutdown all day and on all of this. And I can't for the life of me understand if Nita Lowey is now telling us exactly why we shouldn't vote for it. Why would we even consider voting for it? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, I just go back to, I think it was last March when the president himself said, I'll never do this again. I'll never sign one of these bills again that no one's read. Um, here we are. You know, it came out last night, 1,100 pages. What we do know is in it is not good. It's horrible. And look, I've been at Ca on Capitol Hill the past two days with angel families, people who have lost loved ones to illegal immigrants across this country, starting from 1990. Our, our, one of our angel parents lost somebody in 1990, the most recent one, December 29th of 2018, so not even two months ago. And you know what they've told me today, Sean? They've said, our children are worth more than $1.3 billion. 
That's how they feel about it. This is not acceptable. This is a bad deal. And they don't want the president to sign this bill. Well, I, I understand it. And look, look at what Nita Lowy's, you know, what she's saying in all of this. And that is that, you know, and she's trying to convince her conference. She said an alternative to the conference report, meaning this trillion dollar boondoggle, uh, is a full year of a CR continuing resolution for the remaining bills, which would result in losing approximately $11 billion in increased investments, meaning government spending. Right. And including the $1 billion for the Census Bureau that is desperately needed for our communities uh, to be well represented in the decade that follows. A CR would also lead to the Department of Homeland Security spending $2 billion on border barriers and significantly increasing the number of detention beds. Well, I think that's more what the president wants, isn't it? Right. But, I mean, Chris Kobach was on um, a new show on Fox and Friends, I believe, this morning. And what he was talking about is the key words that talk about the spending, like before, you know, the 1.37 or the whatever, however much is going to be spent for barriers or whatnot. Because if it says, you know, not anything above or more or whatever, I mean, the president's hands are tied. So... I don't trust the Democrats on anything, and honestly, there's a lot of Republicans I don't trust either, and I'm concerned right now that the people around the president are giving him bad advice. Um, I think they want to just push this through and be done with it, and that is not what we want. I mean, that is not why he was elected. He was elected to secure the border, build the wall, make sure America's safe again. That's his number one priority, making um, our national security, making sure we're safe. And that's what he needs to stay committed to. And he needs to know that there are millions of people out here supporting him. I, I feel like he's boxed All right, let's in get right CJ. now. Let's get CJ in here as well. Hi, Sean. Great to hear your voice. <laughs> Good to hear yours. <laughs> She's awesome, Sean. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I'm sure. Did you hear how we went to the Capitol yesterday and we brought all the angel moms and they actually called the police on these angel moms when we went into Nancy Pelosi's office? Yeah, I saw you guys at uh, Nancy uh, Pelosi's office with the angel families. I'm, I'm so glad you're doing that. All right, CJ of the Deplorable Choir and Amy Kramer, thank you both for being with us. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, we have more going on today. We're going to explain exactly what the president's plan is, which you just can't listen to the media here. And, you know, part of this is election of consequences, elections do. And the second part of it is that Republicans can be really weak. But with that said, the president is going to build the wall. And I'll explain in all detail. Also, the biggest abuse of power scandal in history confirmed. We're going to give the timeline and who now that was involved in this silent coup, uh, who is ought to be facing charges and what charges. All right. John Dowd, the president's former attorney, Jim Jordan, Andy Biggs tonight, Dan Bongino, Sarah Carter, Victor Davis Hanson, David Schoen, uh, Greg Jarrett and Gorka all coming up. Nine Eastern Hannity Fox News. See you tonight. Thanks for being with us. Have a great Valentine's Day and see you back here tomorrow.
All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner's proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to Burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.